This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 772, Fix and Repair, How They're the Same and How They're Different. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. Today, we answer a question from our listener, Andreas, about fix versus repair. Can they always be used in the same way? Find out today. Hey, Michelle, how you doing? Hey, Lindsay, I am good. I am good. How are you doing? Hey, not bad. I got a question for you. Yes. Well, are you good at repairing things around the house if they break? Or does your husband do that? Or how does that usually work around your house? <laughs> I'm not good at it. I, <laughs> I, would, I would like uh, hurt myself right away if I tried to do anything. Um, but no, my husband's pretty good at it. Not too bad. Yeah. Are you, are, are you good at that stuff? Um, no, I'm horrible at that. <laughs> <laughs> and when I was growing up, my dad also was not good at it, you know, in our house and our family. Yeah. So he would just call, you know, people to come in and help. But that's okay. You know, sometimes you got to know your zone of genius. And if it's not being handy, then that's fine. <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You got to kind of just admit it to yourself if that's not your strong point, right? Exactly, exactly. And I just said some people, so basically like if your strong point is not being handy, I said mm. handy. So some people are just really handy. I mean, what does that mean? Well, if somebody is handy, I think that like they're good at working with their hands, right? Actually mm -hmm. handy, which is kind of funny if you think about it <laughs> and fixing or repairing things. And it, it kind of, it comes naturally to them, right, Lindsay? Yeah, but for other people, not so much, right? So Michelle, in that little conversation, we use the words both fix and repair. I mean, in that conversation, did they mean the same thing? Um, in that conversation, um, yeah, they do pretty much mean the same thing, right? Yeah, but in, in general, do they always mean the same thing? Um, I would say pretty much, but they can't mm -hmm. both always be used in the same situations. Exactly. You got it. So this is going to lead us into today's question. So today, guys, we're talking about the differences between two subtly different words. Uh, but to really understand this, guys, and practice it, you need to get yourself a tutor. And you can get that tutor at italki. So go to allearsenglish.com forward slash I-T-A-L-K-I. You do want to register there because you'll get this, the free $10 credit from All Ears English and italki, right? So so register there, buy your first lesson, and then we'll, they will send you a $10 credit. Very cool. Okay. Awesome. So who asked the question today, Michelle? Today, the question is from Andreas. Andreas, okay. Andreas, so, yes. Michelle, would you be able to read the question from Andreas? That would be awesome. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. Here we go. Um, another pair of words uh, would be fix and repair. 
To a German speaker, repair is usually the first choice since we have a similar word for that in German. But I hardly hear Americans use this anymore. They always seem to fix anything that's broken. Thank you very much. <laughs> Keep on going. Best request from Germany, Andreas. Okay. Thank you, Andreas, for that question. I know that's a good question from Andreas. Andreas had asked another question last week, so that's great. Yeah. So, on Andreas, I mean, what is he saying basically about fix and repair? I mean, he's saying that in everyday speech, he hears people saying, fix what's broken. He doesn't really hear people saying repair. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, so we can break down a few differences. I mean, they're kind of marginal differences. They're not super important, but, but you know, they, they are different. So first and most obvious difference, Michelle, what is it? Um, repair is more formal, right? Yeah. Lindsay? Sure, sure. So I think that repair would be like written on a receipt where uh -huh. you're stating what was done. Like if I'm a car repair person and I own like a garage, you know, and someone brings their car in, I'm going to write on the receipt, I'm going to write repaired transmission. I'm not going to write fixed transmission. Right, 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 right. Absolutely. Yeah. Fix sounds more amateur, I think. Exactly. It sounds much less professional. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the first thing. And then fix. What about fix, Michelle? Well, fix could also be used to talk about car repairs, but it might be used by the owner of the car, right? So like, mm. can you fix the transmission? Yeah. So you might take it into the garage and, and, and even the, the, the garage attendant, the, the repairman could say, sure, I can fix it. But on his receipt again, it's going to say repaired transmission. It's not going to say fixed transmission. Right. Okay? Right. 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 That, that I see is a big difference. So it's kind of like in places where things are written and more professional, you're going to see f repaired. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And also like, mm -hmm. I feel like fixed can be used in situations where you're not dealing with physical things, right? Yes. Lindsay? That's huge. So that's another huge difference that I see here. For example, a relationship, right? Someone cheated on someone else and the cheater says, please, I can fix this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. And there's a bunch of things. Like it makes me think about the brand called Stitch Fix. Have you heard about that? Stitch Fix? It sounds really familiar, but tell me about it. So it's a new brand. I have a friend who was oh, using them a couple of years yes. ago. It's for people who like kind of are in their 20s and 30s, but they don't have the greatest style and they don't have time <laughs> to go shopping. Um, <laughs> and so they have you measure your body and then you tell them what your style is. Like, are you sporty? Are you femi? What are you? And then they choose outfits for you. They send them to you. You try them on and you send back what you don't want. Mm. What do you think about That's that? Cool. I mean... That's cool. I, I, I would do it. If, <laughs> I need someone to style me up. I do too. I feel like I, it, last, when I thought about doing it a few years ago, it was just a little bit expensive, a little bit out of my price range, but I feel like it's a good idea. I need a style consultant. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I wonder if like I weren't me, like if somebody, if I were somebody like really stylish, like what would I be wearing? <laughs> like, what, I know. <laughs> like what would someone else do with me? You know? <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. so fix can be used. So, right. This, the name of this brand is Stitch Fix, right? They're trying to fix your style and make you more stylish, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that, so that's talking about how fix can be used, not just physical for repairing physical things, right? Relationship, your style. And what's another example in politics? The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. 
you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Oh, in politics. Well, there's there's a famous quote by Trump at the Republican National Convention. What did he say, Lindsay? Well, he said something along the lines of this. He said, like, this was last summer. He said, nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. Right. It was kind of a scary quote in my mind because it just signaled this idea that this this superhero is going to come in and make all these. He just had no idea what he was getting into. Completely naive. (laughs) Yeah. It sounded like you were starting to go for a Trump impression there. I I was trying to. But then you went away away from it. (laughs) I shied away. I was afraid. You're like, "Uh oh, bad idea. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I can't even. Don't even get me started here. Don't get me started. But anyway, so that's that's a famous quote. So that's a good example, guys. He's going to fix the system. Right. And would it be weird if he said, I alone can repair it? Um, he, I think it would have been weird. Yeah. I mean, it, although it was a, a informal speech, right? That's true. That's true. That's true. It was. But I think, again, so yeah. repair the system. It just doesn't feel very smooth when you say that. I suppose it wouldn't be incorrect. But again, it just doesn't flow very nice. I alone can repair it. Strange. It also makes me think of physical things. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And also, I think that, I mean, when we, I mean, in politics, sometimes, sometimes the most formal language isn't necessarily used because, you know, you want to be relatable to, you know. Mm. Oh, sure. That's right. So like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's not. So even though it's formal, and I mean, I think Trump is famous for this is really like using his uh, language to, you know, not being too formal, because it's not often relatable. And politicians, you really got to be relatable. And so people, I think, like, I mean, the people who like Trump, like, that about him that he, you know, speaks yes. like a regular person. Exactly. I mean, that was the name of his game. That was yeah. his strategy. That's what got him in the White House. And that's why someone like Mitt Romney didn't get in the White House because Mitt Romney never became uh, relatable. He always, mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's a very wealthy man, as is Trump, but he just never knew how to kind of tone it down and yeah. talk to the people as yes. a person. Yeah, so I think fix would have been the right choice in any case. But I think if you're looking for a little bit deeper of a reason why, you know, maybe maybe another politician would have used repair, but in a a a slightly different way. I don't know. That's a really good point. Yeah, I think that's a really important point right there. So we're speaking to the idea of like formal versus informal, too. So there are a couple layers here, guys. It's really interesting when we take two words and we really break them down and look at them closely. Okay, so we're going to try to make this more clear through this awesome role play. And we're going on a road trip. 
trip because I missed my road trip from last summer. (laughs) I I miss it so much. I miss that feeling of the open road, exploring, you know, just the wind in my hair, the sunshine. I miss it so much. So anyways, we're going to relive it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. In this case, Michelle, you and I are on a road trip going across the- fun. Yeah. And we're in Utah, but we're having car troubles. Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) Okay. All right. Here we go. So, wow, Michelle, can you believe the views out here? It's like we're on the moon or something. Yeah, that's what I thought the first time I came to Utah. How many miles until the next gas station? We're running on empty. Uh, About 30. (laughs) Uh, What was that? Uh, I don't know. Let's stop and see. Oh, my gosh, Michelle. Something is dragging from the bottom of your car. No way. Is it the transmission? I had that fixed before I left. The repair place I went to charged me $800. Well, I think it broke again. No worries. I have AAA. Great. Uh, Maybe we should also have them bring us a canister. It's so desolate out here. Who knows where the next gas station is? True. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You dropped a transmission in the desert Uh of Utah. (laughs) Uh Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Yeah, so beautiful. Guys, if you get a chance to visit the American West, Definitely go to Utah because it's the most amazing scenery. Have you ever been out to Utah, Michelle? No, I haven't been to Utah, no. It's so amazing. It's so beautiful. I feel like I need to live out there at some point. It's awesome. Yeah. 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 Cool. Okay. So let's go through this conversation. So we used both words, right? So yeah. what do we? where do we use fix? Okay. Um, <clears throat> oh, I said I had the transmission fixed before I left. Right. So you're saying it casually. It's again, it's just like a a part of the car and you had it fixed. You could have said repaired, right? Yeah. Yeah. But fixed definitely sounds more natural here. Exactly. And then I said this repair place I went to, right? In that case, it's being used a little bit differently, right? But repair place, again, I wouldn't say this fixed place, obviously, but we're pointing towards the idea that when you bring a place to have it done professionally, <clears throat> you're getting repairs, okay, yeah. on the car. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So that's that. I mean, I hope this is clear, guys. The difference, if it's not, you can come back to our blog. You can type in 772 and, you know, write in your follow-up question and ask us your question, okay, so we can be more clear. For and sure. Mich- Michelle, what should our listeners remember to do? Guys, remember to hit subscribe on your podcast player to make sure you're always in touch with us, okay? Exactly. That's very important. You want to make sure you're in touch with All Ears English. So hit subscribe so you always hear from us. Also, if you're taking IELTS, go over and subscribe to the IELTS Energy Podcast. And we are out of here for today, Michelle. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Lindsay. Bye, guys. Take care. Bye. listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.